At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Are you a college student looking for better guidance on how to figure out your life after college? Maybe you are slowly looking at jobs or maybe you are finally getting around to editing your resume. Or maybe you are just getting anxiety awaiting for the question at the next big family dinner, what are you going to do after college? Yep, I've been there. That's why I created my career ebook guide to help guide you on the path to young adult life in your post-grad career. From custom resume templates, ways to improve your LinkedIn, cover letter examples, top interview questions, and so much more, it's all in my ebook guide, which you can find on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog/shop. I'm Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth, and I am your host. If you are brand new here, welcome to the show. And if you've been listening for a while, of course, welcome back as always. So today's guest is Amy Klein, and I'm really excited for you to hear this conversation because I love that this topic was focused on not only female empowerment, but how we can shift the mindset that a lot of us young women grew up with in regards to, I guess, let me just backtrack. I can speak on this topic myself. I can speak for myself, but I do think there's this notion that we grew up with that women and girls need to listen to what they're told to do and be more quiet and maybe not speak up as much even when you are in the right and I think that's something I experienced a lot growing up and I would say my ethnic culture probably has um, a part to that as well but I think that was always confusing to me growing up was especially with an older brother, it was always like, why can he speak up and say things that I believe in as well, but why am I told to simmer down and be more like a girl and all these things? And I think it's so important to embrace the fact that women can also be strong and independent and the boss of the room and leading the room and leading the group. So that is what Amy and I talk a lot about on today's episode. And I think it's just a really great mental reminder to us women, especially growing up in the social and digital age that we are right now, is that we can't just let other people speak 
for what we as women can and can't do. So um, a little bit about Amy, though, for her background. She was a former online TV host, and she is known to make you laugh until you cry and find a way to make every hashtag mom life moment humorous, even on the days when adulting seems way too hard. She has an award-winning sales and leadership background of coaching and managing very dynamic teams. As a coach, Amy has built her career on bringing out the best in everyone around her and helping each person she touches perform at their best and believe in themselves. As a co-founder of Give Her Courage, Amy has committed her life's work to helping women know their worth and break the paradigm that comes with age. This is such a helpful episode as always, so I hope you enjoy and we'll get right into it. Amy, thank you so much for joining me today. I am super excited to dive into very unique topics on this particular episode, um, a lot of which I have not touched on on the podcast yet, but I would love if you could give the audience a little background spiel on who you are and a little bit about your brand. Yeah, sure. So, well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I'm so happy to be here. I like that we have the uh, little Pennsylvania connection. Mm -hmm. Uh, So my name is Amy Klein. I'm the co-founder of The Courageous Brand. And our brand and our our goal and mission is to instill courage, confidence, entrepreneurial skills, and leadership skills in the girls of our future. We're both an educational and retail company. And our mission is to really help girls believe in the power of you to make your dreams come true. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. I love that. And I think that's such a fundamental belief and pillar that I instill on this podcast as well. But I would, I would love for you to dive into those core pillars, courage and confidence. And I think that's something that we're shifting into as you know, the generation continues to evolve today, but what sparked your belief in these specific traits? Like where did that come from? And, and I think it's amazing that you're a mom and you are you know, believing in instilling this in young women. Um, that's certainly something I struggle with, um, with my mom with a little bit more traditional beliefs, but can you share, um, where these pillars came from and why you believe it's such a strong, like why it's such important traits to have for young women? Yeah, no, I actually, I think that's a great question. And I think it has a lot to, we're probably a similar age and, and, and it's, it's a generational thing. And mm-hmm. for myself, I mean, Kelly has her, why I have my, why my biggest, why is just as, as, I, you know, got into corporate America, I never really, I should say, unfortunately had any good women mentors. Most of the the mentors I had were were male and Mm -hmm. got me to where I was today. I had, you know, a lot of women, it just, it was like, if if you were to move up to the next position, you know, there could only be one of us. Mm -hmm. And um, I even specifically had a situation where I was so excited. I was, I, I just was promoted from being a, a sales rep to a, a district manager, my regional director at the time, this was my, you know, my first, first job, this is way back when, um, was, was moving on. And we were getting this woman who everybody loved. She was super innovative. She had done a lot of things for the company and I was so excited to learn from her. And, um, it was just, 
really a horrendous experience. Like she would take ideas that that not just myself, but other people would give and then use them ourselves. And there was this mm-hmm. cattiness and this just all the stuff that you don't want to see. We want to see women supporting each other. We want to be mm-hmm. when we're in that position to be able to send the elevator back down. Um, and I just felt like I never had that support in corporate America. And then, you know, the second part of that is just from managing men versus women. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest things I noticed in disparity between men and women is men were much it, much more confident in telling me their worth, what where they wanted to go, uh, to speak up at a meeting, you know, not hesitant to to share their ideas. And so I, I did see a big difference in, in confidence and courage with women. And when Kelly and I got together, I was pregnant with my daughter at the time. She had her daughters, who's actually the same age as, as my son, just she, she actually turned seven today. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we knew we wanted to do something and we knew we needed to do it foundationally. So girls from the start had the courage and confidence in themselves so that this wouldn't happen later on. So there wouldn't be this cattiness, this jealous, you know, this jealousy that we'd be in it together to help each other, that girls would pursue their dreams. They wouldn't hold back. Um, and so we actually started with a book called Just Be You, which is all about mm-hmm. teaching girls to believe in themselves and celebrate everybody's individualities. Mm-hmm. And from there, the whole brand stemmed. We, we got into the educational side. We have the Entre Girls Leadership Academy. And then, of course, we have Wear Your Courage with, mm-hmm. with the Courageous Collection. Mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on this as well. You mentioned having men more so as mentors back in the day. And it's funny that you mentioned that. And I'm starting to kind of put together some similarities in our mentality um, because my father is someone that I speak to a lot. And I had a lot of, um, and my older brother as well, uh, two of which I feel like their mentality and their and their framework as men biologically, um, there's something about it that I resonated with more and was always wondering if women adapted some of these traits and men as well, if they adapted a little bit of the feminine traits that are really high high quality, they would be really holistically well per se. Sure. Um, and, and I think that's definitely some something that some people are a little bit sensitive about almost like as if I'm saying men are better. It's absolutely not. I do think though they're you're right when they when the, the way they behave their ability to speak up. I mean, even for me, especially as a with an Asian background, I think that's something that was always looked at as like, wow, Emily speaks up a lot. She's extremely confident at a young age. That's a little bit risky right and I was right. as a, growing up I was like why is that risky why am I speaking up why is that not good as a woman but my brother can do that why is that looked at as like wow strong man alpha amazing but as a woman being alpha being the CEO being the leader being the one speaking yeah. up that's a little risque I mean do you have any thoughts about that and how we can start to shift that framework for women and how they can you know stop being afraid of being as confident and as alpha as men yeah, well, so I, I that that that's a really good question, and I I see it in two parts. So the first thing I would say is the reason that I think because there's two things to that. You naturally were more confident, and, and I can I can speak to that to myself too because mm-hmm. I I don't I know this isn't like the proper term anymore, tomboy. I don't know really mm-hmm. know what they use for that, but that's what I was. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And so I can speak to that and being different and being a little bit bossy and being assertive and and mm-hmm. outgoing. But the first part of it for women is. The reason that I think innately women tend to um, hold back, not be as confident is because they have this whole idea of of being perfect and perfectionism. So I think it's probably a generational thing and I think it's changing a lot. You know, Mm -hmm. back when I was growing up, my mom 
you know, I'm the oldest of five kids and she had her own business. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, you had to do it all right. Mm -hmm. You had to be able to be the CEO of your house. You weren't, you weren't, you didn't look good. I feel like to get help, you know, to have Mm -hmm. a nanny or to Mm -hmm. have someone clean your house. And um, Mm -hmm. so a lot of that was just probably how we grew up that, that we felt like we had to be perfect in everything that we did. And we were held to all these different standards in how we had to look and how we had to act and how we had to speak. And so part of that is, is more of a mindset thing for me mm-hmm. that I think that the, the lack of confidence and the lack of the ability to have courage to take action on your dreams comes from mm-hmm. the idea that we have to, we think we have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's so, so then we step back. The other part of that is yes, I know exactly what you're talking about because I did, I mean, I played roller hockey with the boys in the street, in my mm-hmm. street, you know, mm-hmm. I was getting muddy. I was, I, I did, I did more things that I guess were considered to be what boys did then, not what yeah. girls did. And I was definitely, I'm definitely still an outspoken person. Mm-hmm. And I think, and that wasn't then just, I think that was just then that just wasn't the norm. That yeah. just wasn't what it, every today. And that was a lot of, of Kelly and I wanting to create this book and these ideas so that girls understand that you could just be whoever you are and whatever that is, is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like today there's a lot more acceptance of all of that, of whatever mm-hmm. we are and and women empowerment and women, you know, going for it. But what I still do see is the lack of confidence and courage. Mm -hmm. How can, okay. So I guess for young women right now, because I do have a lot of, um, you know, some teenagers listen to this, but mainly women in their twenties, right. That listen to my show and I see, or at least maybe I should speak for myself that a struggle that some have is my generation, especially millennial. And then the brink of Gen Z, they're, growing up and they're seeing this shift, especially on social media and the power kind of shifting into the hands of women, but the moms in the different era, they're kind of being critical about that. Do you have an, and obviously to you're a mom yourself, and I know that your framework for a woman is different, but do you have any advice for those who are trying to kind of, you know, pave their own path and be this confident and courageous woman and how to politely ignore you know, one's mom, if they're saying, oh, be more traditional, be more, you know, soft-spoken, be more, listen to elders and kind of know your place. How would you say someone can, um, I don't want to say fight that over that, but pretty much just overcome that in a way where they can still focus on their lane, but still, you know, respectfully decline, not listening to, you know, what their mom has to say about, you know, our generation. No, I I completely understand what you're saying. Um, I I think a lot of that comes down to developing the courage in your, so, so confidence or courage, courage, is it the chicken or the egg? Who knows? Cause Mm -hmm. I I can give you, you both sides of that, but I do believe that when you start taking imperfect action every day and what you're doing and, and, you know, working on your dreams and you're going to see like, you're going to fail a lot. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to pick yourself up. But what you are going to learn when you're taking imperfect action towards whatever it is for you that, that defines success is you're going to really start to believe in yourself. Mm. So when you start to believe in yourself and you have that confidence within you, then those people around you that are trying to offer up a different opinion or give you their way or say, this is, this is how it should be or that it, it, it holds a lot less weight. 
because you know, right? Because mm-hmm. you believe in yourself and you're making your dreams happen and you're taking action on it. Mm-hmm. And although I get it, it's hard to separate sometimes because it is somebody close to you. Kelly mm-hmm. and I were just talking about this in an episode with our with Dream Incubators. And it's it, 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 what we talk about is really, we go from A to Z on how to build your dream life mm-hmm. and how important the relationships you have in that matter, meaning who you're seeking out, seeking to, to take advice from and mm-hmm. who you're choosing to either remove from your circle or just plain out, put blinders on, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't mean take someone out. Some people don't get it. But what we talk about is seek out people that you are where you want to be mm-hmm. and seek out mentors for where you want to be or or people who are doing the same thing or girls who are doing the same thing as you, because that's your support system. Mm -hmm. And if you get advice from them, because they're doing the same thing, they're putting themselves out there, they're trying, or you get a mentor who's been there, done that and kind of help you along the way and keep you sane in it. Then the other relationships that may be either a little more toxic for you, or just, you're not going to break what you can't teach an old dog, new tricks. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're not going to break that. So though, those opinions at that point don't really matter anymore. And, and personally, Mm -hmm. you're probably going to have to have a direct conversation with them and say, Mm -hmm. you know, mom, sister, aunt, uncle, whoever it is, this is what I'm choosing to do. This is what makes me happy. And I'm confident in this. And this is what I like to do. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you for your opinion. But this is what I'm going to do. Boom. Right. And and you'll get there. You'll get there when you really believe in yourself. Yeah. And as a mom yourself, um, do you, do you resonate with how like the older generation mom would feel hearing that message? Like, and, and like, do do you, because I think some young women too, who are starting to feel this confidence over time, they're starting to get this almost repercussion of, oh, you're, you're not a good daughter then, you know, you're not, you're not listening. You're not being a good person. You're not being, you know, inside the box we want you to be in. Um, is there a way that you would frame that kind of response or is there a way that you would advise for people to kind of also how to, continue to keep their blinders on because you know it's just like that mental block of like oh we're still coming at you even though you're building that confidence you know we're still saying hey this is what we want you to be yeah so we talk a lot about this I call it mental toughness yeah and when you have mental toughness it's it's really um it's you have resilience you have the ability to differentiate um what can affect you and what won't. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's a mindset and it's a mindset that you have to work on because it's hard when it's someone close to you. Mm-hmm. So if, are I, I'm, I'm assuming what you're asking is like, you're saying when, if, if you're mm-hmm. getting the, the, the comment back, oh, you're not being a good mom or you're not me being raising a daughter, let's say right. was right. the older generation. Right. Um, I think that that's, that's, a direct conversation. So in my opinion, yeah. I would have a direct conversation and saying, you know, I want to keep our relationship and I want you to keep seeing the grandkids, but this is how I'm going to raise my daughter or right. this is how I'm going to raise my son. And this mm. is what, I, you know, straightforward. This is, um, you know, at the end of the day, my children are loved. They're taken mm-hmm. care of. And, and this is how I'm going to raise them. And that's mm-hmm. it. And they can, they can accept it or they can move on. And I know it can be super hard because it's someone close to you, but you will see as you seek out mentors and other people that are where mm-hmm. you want to be, that you aren't alone. I think a lot of times what happens with people in those situations is that mm-hmm. they don't have anyone else. They don't have a support system of other women that mm-hmm. are doing the same thing that they question and they doubt um, what, 
they, you know, if, if their mom is saying that to them, they doubt, be, they doubt themselves. Mm. They start doubting. But then if you surround yourself with the right network of people, you, and, and you believe in yourself, you can set the boundaries and then that's it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I do want to dive into motherhood because we're kind of already on that topic. Um, I'm curious because this is definitely a unique topic to this show specifically, but for those who are approaching the chapter of motherhood, let's say, you know, I mean, I just turned 24 and I'm sure I have years to come, but I mean, it's still things that we start to think about as we're growing in our twenties. What are some things you wish you knew prior to becoming a mother that you would tell future moms? I would say that, especially for you go-getter moms that are, you know, type A, this is for like the type A personality who mm -hmm. has things planned out and things, things are going to, you know, you know, takes action on things and they happen. You have to throw that out the window. Mm -hmm. Once you have children, you're really not in the driver's seat anymore. And it's mm. okay. It's completely okay. When you first get into it, um, it's, it's, it's a huge adjustment because now you're, you're, you have this love of your life, this whole baby, but you have no, you can't predict things. Mm. Things will go wrong. You can get your coffee spilled on you on your way out the door, you know, in mm -hmm. a white blouse. So you have to let, you have to let go of being in the driver's seat with growing children that are developing mentally and developing physically and mm -hmm. things are just going to happen. And when you kind of make peace with the chaos of that, you'll yeah. find so much more happiness. That would mm. be one thing I would say. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. And there's definitely a lot of type A people on this um, who listen here. <laughs> um, and I'm curious too, you mentioned your daughter. She just turned seven today. Is that right? Uh, my partner's daughter turned seven. My son oh, okay. is about to turn seven in two weeks. And my daughter actually just turned four. Oh, okay. Very nice. Yeah. Um, well, I'm curious. So obviously they're all at a young age right now. Right. But yes. how do you begin instilling like the, the bits and pieces of, of a bold and confident mindset? Because obviously I'm sure, you know, it's developed during childhood years, you know, during your childhood days, what is your mom saying is okay. What is your dad saying is okay. What are your, what are you being encouraged to do versus being, Oh no, don't do that. That's not good. Right. So what are some things that you're telling your children, um, especially your younger daughter, again, even though she's really young, she's only four, but still, you know, it starts to develop over the years. So I'm kind of curious. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I think I would say in our Entregirls Leadership Academy, one of the biggest things that we talk to moms about is the formidable years, because what really happens is however we can create courage and confidence in our children before they get to the teen years when it gets mm -hmm. hard and the bullying starts and, you know, the uh, body image and all that stuff comes into play, the better foundation we can build, the better for them. Um, and a lot of things are uh, so, so for instance, I let my children try everything. I put them in everything to try and figure out what they like. And I let them choose what they want to do. I think a lot of confidence comes, listen, confidence comes from practice, trying and getting better to believe in yourself. And it's not me. It's not my, so, so prime example, I played soccer and lacrosse and I was sports and my daughter is, I mean, I don't know what she'll be. I'm putting her in everything, but she's really uninterested in soccer, even though we've tried everything loves gymnastics, likes dance, very much, you know, different than me. But I see that as she's choosing it, she loves it. She shines, she's getting better. She's, she's four and she's practicing like on the, you know, at home by the coffee table, doing everything. So I think number one is to let your children try everything, put them in 
clubs, put them in sports, put them in everything possible and let them find what they love and then help them work to flourish in that so that they can build confidence. Um, for instance, with my son, he's really into football. So I, we're work, he, he, I have him, he makes his own plays. He goes out in the backyard and he's practicing every, and he's almost seven practicing every single day. Um, he's rewatching Super Bowl videos. Uh, you know, like, so I, what, what we show him is the discipline and, and what you need to do practice wise to get to where you want to be. So I think a big part of it, of it is once they do find what they like, helping them understand because we live in a society today that's very instant gratification it looks it appears we should say but it's not it's years and years of hard work so instilling that hard work in a way into something that they're passionate and love i think helps breed confidence and courage because then the next thing i would say and we talk to moms about this all the time is once they find interest in something slowly work them towards getting better at it so that let's just say your daughter wants to be an actress right um, but she's shy. So maybe she, you give her some scripts and she practices on her camera by herself. Then she gets a little more confident and she practices for the family. And then she gets a little more confident and then she goes, tries on the audition, the imperfect action every single day of practicing whatever it is they like to do and want to do will help build the confidence and courage. Um, and I would also say, don't speak for them. Um, you have to allow them to have independence. So for instance, my kids are young, but if we go to dinner, they order, they look the server in the face, say please and thank you and, and put it right. So that, that help, they, you want to help them really build their own them so that they can be comfortable with who they are. So a lot of independence, a lot of working on communication skills. We talk every night at dinner and they have to tell me one thing from school each day. They're, they get more confident because they're in adult conversations with us. And they're telling me their opinion on something that happened as young as four. My daughter has a lot of opinions, you know, but right now. So it's, it's, it's really simple things when they're that little that we sometimes brush over. I, I also think in the generation of, of my moms, I'm older than you, but my generation, I'm still millennial, but I'm on the edge of that. And I think we all are career go-getters, which you guys are too. But the difference is, I think a lot of times we want to take over because it's quicker and faster. Like I'll just clean this up and I'll just do this or I'll just start it. And then, but what we're really doing when we do it, when we do that is we're stripping them of their independence and their responsibilities and their accountability and all that stuff that teaches them confidence. So you have to slow down, even if it's not on your schedule and help them develop who they are. Mm. I like that. And I like that you mentioned too, the imperfect consistency of like practicing in front of the family, in front of the camera, all of that. That is something that many people, I think, especially women forget in, in each step is like working on behind the scenes, because that's how everyone you see on social media, whether they're modeling, they're doing podcasting, they're doing anything for themselves. There is a lot of, you know, imperfect moments prior to that totally. so much. And people always forget that. So I'm really glad you touched on that. Um, two final questions a book you would recommend for a young woman in her 20s? Girl, Wash Your Face, Rachel Hollis. Um, I like The Clarity Cleanse. I think that's really good for a mindset. Um, resilient Leadership, because there's this whole idea behind leadership. We, we've been talking about this a lot lately that girls need to understand and women, young women, need to understand that leadership matters in anything that you want to do. It's not it doesn't mean you want to be the CEO of a company or this, your own company, but you need to be the leader of your life. And being a leader 
in your life that's learning direct communication skills. It's learning how to negotiate, right? It's learning, it's learning resilience, the mental toughness, all these things, how to be empathetic, um, how to be courageous, right? And unique and get to where you want to be. So I would, I would recommend that, that I have a million leadership books I could recommend, but I think it's really important that girls understand that knowing how to be a good leader Mm -hmm. is so important, no matter what you want to do. I like that. And I'll be sure to tag that in the show notes as well. Um, But the last question, something I ask everyone um, that comes on this show, you know, for you, especially you've experienced a lot more than um, a lot of people that listen on this podcast. So I'm curious about your answer out of, you know, you have children now, you have a family, you've been through a lot. Um, Out of all of that, what would you say fulfills you in life? Like, what is the number one thing that fulfills me? Um, it could be a culmination of things. If you have like, you know, even, you know, top three, right. You know, okay. I, I could say that about myself too, but yeah, just what, like, yeah, you know, what because, because it is a couple. So number one thing is, is just being a good role model for my family mm-hmm. and my children and yeah. my husband. Um, number two is that the work that I'm doing is leaving a legacy mm-hmm. so that behind you know, teaching girls to believe in themselves and this courage and confidence and go after their dreams and, um, you know, learn these entrepreneurial leadership skills that, you know, hearing the testimonials from these young girls we have on that graduate from the program and feel so confident, they either want to start a business or, you know, it could be something where they were struggling in school to make friends. And now they feel, Mm -hmm. they feel like they have a path in a direction. So I would say legacy, um, legacy and, and, and family and being a good role model mm-hmm. are my, my top two. Awesome. I really like the answer. Uh, can you share with everyone where they can find you on social media, where they can find the brand, all of that? Sure. So they, everybody can go to at give for courage on Instagram and our website where we have both our, all of our educational stuff and all of our courageous retail brand line is www.giveforcourage.com. Amazing. And those will be in the show notes as well. Thank you, Amy, so much for being on the show today. I appreciate your knowledge. There was so much provided today. And yeah, I'm so glad we could connect and love that we're both having that Pennsylvania roots (laughs) or the connection. Thank you so much for having me on. And that was all for today's episode with Amy Klein, co-founder of Give Her Courage. I hope you all enjoyed this conversation and had some sort of takeaway or positive impact into your day with whatever you're doing. So if you did, as always, I would so appreciate it if you could comment on the latest Instagram post at what fulfills you pod and just let us know what you learned, what you've been loving from this podcast. And if you have been a listener for a while now, it really would mean so much to me if you took a quick 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really does help generate more views for this podcast and it just helps me stay in line with what I'm doing and where this show is going. So thank you all for your lovely feedback and for supporting the show as always and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.